to The Small Business Show. I'm your host, Lori Brooks. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Sally Hendrick. Doing business and life on purpose, Sally takes her decades of analytical experience as an actuary mixed with her love of all things creative and cultural to connect with people who want to change the world one person at a time. Social media marketing and advertising are the tools she uses to help experts connect with their ideal clients. With a data-driven approach, her academy and agency have helped hundreds of coaches make real connections to earn a living online. Sally, welcome and thank you so much for joining me so today. Good to see you, Lori. It's been a little while. It has. It has. I'm super excited to have you back. Last time we talked about the start of your entrepreneurial yeah. journey. How is it that your practice has pivoted or changed throughout the past couple of years since we last spoke? Oh, well, when I first started, I had no idea what I was going to be doing. You know, I never could have predicted where I am today. I, I'm still in the same realm. I still have a lot of the same, you know, ideas and things going on. But I've learned so much throughout the process. I mean, having your own business, the beauty in it is that when it's time to change, you can change as quickly as you need to. Whereas if you're with a big corporation, it, it's it's like steering a, a huge steam liner around the corner as opposed to a speedboat. <laughs> I understand. What do you feel sparked the pivot? in your practice? What do you feel really made you begin to make an evolution? Really listening to people, listening to what they need, what their real struggles are. I think that a lot of us, when we step into this world, we have this great idea and we want to help people because we've either been through something ourselves or we've seen somebody else struggle and we've watched what they've done. And you're like, I can help that. I know how to fix this. And so you go and you step into this world and you think, oh, this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm going to sell. And people come in and they start to listen and they're, they're catching on. But then when, it, when you sit down and put the, the rubber on the pavement, the things that they need usually are not exactly where you think they need to start. So you have to back it up sometimes or speed it forward, depending on who you bring. I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit about how much we know about a topic. And right. so when we go to help someone else with it, we are expecting them to have all these preconceived ideas or maybe some prerequisite knowledge that they right. don't necessarily have. It's important to really recognize where your clients are and mm -hmm. be capable of meeting them there in order to help them forward. Because otherwise you're not realistically assisting them. You're kind of leaving them out in the wind to, to figure it out on their own or try to catch up or even rewind, as you mentioned, you know, to, to try mm -hmm. to slow down for yourself or to slow down and catch up with you. Do you feel like there were any specific tools that you used throughout your journey or any sort of books that you've read throughout, throughout the journey that you feel like really helped or contributed towards your your entrepreneurial journey? I'm more of a listener, so I don't read as many books. However, <laughs> there are two books. They're really short and very powerful. The first one I read, th this was more about my journey leaving entrepreneurship, getting myself set up to be able to exit with a really positive strategy, not leaving anybody in a bind when I left. 
that was the Brian Tracy book, Eat That Frog. And then yes. I can't remember the rest of the, the title, but it's basically about, you know, chomping through that frog at the beginning of the day so that you can knock out that to-do list the rest of the day that that's on your dream list, right? And I really did implement that and I've kept those concepts in mind. Mm -hmm. And then the other one that I read, I actually read it on an airplane and then I actually wrote out a creative challenge based on what I learned in the book. And that was, will it fly? By Pat Flynn and it's a tiny little book and yeah. I I read the thing I mean I went through and I took notes and I wrote out literally on you know lined paper like high school paper and drew out exactly what I wanted to do with a tactical challenge that people could really interact with because I really am, I'm into experiential learning. And so implementing what he was saying was the way to come up with an idea that not only people needed, but something that married your skills with your passions so that you would not be getting divorced from your business later on. I include a link to Pat's book on the show notes page, as well as Eat That Frog. Again, another excellent reference. Love that book. I think mm -hmm. we actually chatted about that book a couple of years back as well. That's what prompted me to check out the book. Absolutely adored it. And I too yeah. have implemented those strategies. So for those of you who haven't checked out either one of those, be sure to do so. We will link to those in the show notes page. Sally, thank you for that. So You're I'm excited welcome. to be here. What are your plans? What are you thinking about for 2021? What do you have in the works? Well, I've already made huge shifts this year. First of all, in December, I decided I was going to set some serious boundaries that not only were going to help me gain more space in my business and in my life to expand into, you know, what I really want to do when I grow up, but I wanted to be able to set an example for my clients. Mm -hmm. My membership, which is a group of entrepreneurs trying to find their way, and I'm helping them with content marketing, optimizing their websites and Facebook ads and all of those techie kind of bits mixed <laughs> with the creative, showing them how to do that. And those th that group was getting from me, I would think more of a haphazard schedule as opposed to a very regimented schedule with specific boundaries, not necessarily topic related boundaries, but time schedule, format, things like that. I think that that expectation really made a difference and it's like everybody all of a sudden started having major shifts in their business, including me. The other thing that I did, I have private clients who are a little further along, a lot, lot further along actually. And they come to me for Facebook advertising to just do it, right? To, to do mm -hmm. it for them. I also consult with them on their sales funnels and like maybe if something's not quite clicking right, we'll, we'll talk through that and they'll get it fixed very quickly. It's not like a three month thing, you know, it's something right. that they do over the weekend or whatever, and then we're ready. And what I did with them was once we went through 
the hard part. The hard part mm-hmm. is always the beginning, the first se- segment of working with someone because you're developing the relationship, you're developing mm-hmm. a process and a system. And it was taking about 90 days to get clients to the point where they needed to be before they could continue, right? And because that 90 days was so intense, it was draining me and it was draining them as well. So I put up a boundary and I said, you know what, if you don't have this particular level already in hand in your business, I'm not for you. I also increased my prices on that 90 day package. And then after the 90 days, I offer them a one year contract. None of this onesie twosie stuff anymore. It's like, come on, we've got a system, we've got a process and we're gonna go forward with it. Now they get a great deal on it, but I get either all the money up front or I get a promise with a contract every month with a retainer. And, and it has boundaries on it as well. But just that, that immediately, I got four clients that signed up. One, two, three, four. And it was like, wow, I've got a whole year's worth of income from four major clients. Mm-hmm. And now I don't have to go you know, running around looking for people or pulling people in who aren't quite ready. And it it just made so much difference in my life. And now that's how I set up to 2021. But going forward, I'm opening up a new membership. I'm reaching out to be able to find more people that need the content side of things. Mm -hmm. I realize that people are not quite ready for some of my most high level projects, if you will. And so I want to fill that gap and be able to help more people and, and really make it fun. That's the thing that I've learned is that I'm really starting to be able to create and do things that bring out my musical theater background. So (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love when someone finds that time, they really take the time to start time walking setting those boundaries and opening themselves up to really look at what they want to be doing. That actually falls into the third section of my program. It's realistically mapping it out. So right after, as you mentioned, right after we've gotten all of the procedures in place and they're up and running, they now have that time to step back. And it also creates that breathing space for not just the client, but like you said, for yourself as an entrepreneur to really move forward and think about your own practice and what it is you're doing as a coach consultant so excellent I'm excited to see the group open up this year I can't wait to to hear more about that and see that we'd love to have you back to talk more about that once that's up and absolutely running. as soon as I get that all figured out I still have a few little <laughs> few a few plugs to put in the wall on that one so <laughs> understood understood totally it's really designed to help entrepreneurs come up with an idea for a business in an industry that they may not have been thinking of. So as a coach and consultant and content creator and all the areas that you have your hands in, Sally, I'd love to know if you could wave a magic wand and change anything at all in your practice operationally, what would you change and why? I need to hire a creative team. I really do. I've got the technical bits that's done and it works well, 
and we have procedures and processes. I have procedures and processes for the other side of it, but man, I am picky. I am so picky. And I really get deep with my clients on who they are, who their clients are, what they're really trying to do. And I try so hard to step in their client's shoes to make sure that what's being put in front of them is really going to be enticing for them. Almost like a movie trailer. Are they going to buy the ticket? And, and if it's not ready for that, then I really kind of push them. I'm like, you know, I think I need to, you need to give me a video that does something like this, or let's, let's get into something like this. Let's change this on your, on your website, because I think that that's going to be a lot more attractive to the people that are stepping into your world. So that creative part, I, I do need to pull some people in for that. I have done it for myself. It's very difficult to let go of, but, but I'm getting there. So as soon as I can, you know, cross over that next hump with the income and so on and so forth, I will be moving in that direction. And you're ready for that expansion with your team and that growth. Mm -hmm. So for those of you viewers out there, Sally will be hiring soon. (laughs) (laughs) If you could go back, say 10, 15 years and tell yourself just one thing, what do you think that would be? If I could go back to what? Say 10, 15 years and tell yourself just one thing. What do you think that one thing would be? When we have our own businesses, it's really difficult to focus on anything else. We've put everything, our heart, our soul, our money, our time, everything into our businesses. We have to give ourselves grace and we have to keep our relationships going as well and appreciate the people around you and what they're doing because what's going to happen is you will get frustrated in your business life and you might take it out on your personal connections and I think it's really important to keep that separate and to find different support systems for the different different areas of your life so that you can keep everything going. Now, keeping yourself surrounded by the right people, making sure that you're conscious of, of what you're doing and making the right time for those areas mm-hmm. is super important when you're not making time for home or when you're taking out, you know, work at home, it becomes a messy scenario. So making sure to compartmentalize, mm-hmm. you know, I can't even pronounce it right now, compartmentalize those pieces properly is, mm-hmm. is super important to having the strength and willpower to move forward. Yeah, but also to understand which way to turn. Mm -hmm. If you think about like in a family, if, if, and and we haven't divorced or anything and there's nothing going on in mine, but I'm saying that if you're like, if there's a divorce happening, you Mm -hmm. don't reach to your children for support. You reach to your peers and to Mm -hmm. a coach or a therapist or whatever, or an attorney or whatever for your support. You Mm -hmm. don't reach to the person who's coming up behind you. It's the same thing in entrepreneurship. Don't try to get the people who are looking up to you to be your support <laughs> system because it there's a there's a line, there's an appropriate right. line right. and you will cross it and that's that's not what you want to do. So think about surrounding yourself with peers who are in the same position, who know, 
bring in a good mentor who can keep you on track and then inspire the people who are coming behind you and don't be afraid to be vulnerable to them, but keep that, you know, keep those, keep those areas separate. Just like you said, compartmentalize it. Surrounding yourself with the chair mm-hmm. is also a very important aspect of, of entrepreneurship and making sure that that's part of that community that supports you and surrounds you. So now I love that piece. Sally, thank you so much for joining us. You've been outstanding. Please share the best way for our viewers to find you. Anyone can go to sallyhendrick.com and snoop around into either my agency or my academy or my nonprofit. But uh, socialmediatrafficschool.com is really where I'm focusing my effort now. I'm opening up a new club, a new content marketing club that really helps to make marketing fun. But you also get the advice you need to make it effective and exponential. Sally, thank you again for joining me and for sharing your time and expertise with the community today. Thanks for having me. I've really loved it. Thank you guys for joining us here. Be sure to reach out to Sally at sallyhendrick.com. Until our next episode, when we continue to hear the journey, find the challenges and create solutions. Enjoy the week.